help me welcome back to the show, Pastor Paula White Kane. Thank you so much for being there. I'm grateful for this time together and our ability to share with all the many listeners that I think is such a vital time that we do bring hope and encouragement and a word from God. Absolutely. And you know, Paula, when we talk about that word that is needed from God at this point in time, uh, it says finding. You, 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 there's a search that it has to, that, that people have to be on. Talk to us about that finding it. How, how, how do you find it? There's so many who are asking that question, especially now. Talk to us about that. You know, it, God throughout his word does talk about seeking him or standing at the door and knocking. But if any man open the door and all God wants is real, it's very, <clears throat> excuse me, simplistic is that he desires relationship from the very beginning in Exodus chapter 25. He said, make me a sanctuary that I may dwell there, which means to homestead and to live. And he was saying, I don't just want visitation. I want habitation. And God didn't make it difficult. In Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, he says that if any man confess the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in his heart, he's the son of God, he'll be saved. It comes from a root word in the Greek, it's sozo, and it means to be rescued, to be delivered, to be made whole, to be restored. God made a pathway to access him that we didn't just have to once a year go into uh, through a man uh, in the old testament to the temple and uh, atone or cover for our sins but we could go directly to him and people would say how by a sincere just truthful open god i need you i want you show me who you are show me who i am and so he paved that pathway and if you just ask uh, it it really is um, you'll you'll begin to feel a presence you'll begin to feel God, and, and that's what we call living by faith, and faith is a, a Greek word that means total trust, and you begin to trust uh, what you can't see greater than sometimes what you can see. Something greater, something greater is the book that Pastor Paula White in these times uh, will, in fact, suggest to you. And I suggest it to you to read it. Paula, how do we get this book? How do we get in touch with you? I know that you're super, super busy. I was on a call with you the other day. I won't uh, talk about it, but uh, it it was just amazing. The prayer that you prayed to close us out uh, and, and, and that God bless you for that. But how do we get a hold of you? Well, first I'll follow. The easiest way is to download Paula White Ministry app, and that gives you all the things. But you can follow me, of course, on social media. I'm live every single day. We're doing our online services on Wednesdays, on Sundays, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all that. The app's the easiest way, just a straight beeline it there. And then something greater, people go to Amazon, Books A Million, Barnes Noble online. Uh, they could download on Kindle. And, and it, it's interesting because, see, I thought to myself, boy, I really missed the timing, didn't I, God, with this when it came out? Because it took me over three years to write it. It was about not only my life story, but really how we overcome during times of trauma and tra- tragedies and trials. And it took me years. I went through 39 different life events and crisis. Uh, I consider it actually 19 uh, life crisis, 39 different life events from like 2004 to about a 10-year period there. 
And then I begin to write it and write it. And it didn't come out until this past year, recently. And it came out right, actually, as I took a, a formal and official position. I thought, at the time, you know, our limited knowledge, I thought, man, God, this timing just, it, it seems so off, you know, because everything was focused on uh, a position that I had I'd taken. Um, right. And so it didn't seem it. And then, but God in his sovereignty, and I want people to know that you serve a certain God during uncertain times, God knowing all things. And he knew it was the absolute perfect time because I've always written principal books based around topics and principles. And this is much more vulnerable and open and exposing and authentic. But it was the principles of God that carried me through my personal world being shattered, my life being shattered. Little did I know around the corner after this book would be released that all of our lives would be in a personal turmoil that it would, everyone's life would be changed. And all change feels like loss. And that's a hard adjustment for people. And I, I walked through how when I felt so much loss and so overwhelmed, how God got me to the other side. I was doing an interview recently and they said, Paula, you know, this book was not just written for, you know, your personal life. It was written for the world right now. And I just stood back and smiled like God how great are you? How big are you? That even when something was released that I thought was maybe off timing and it took me a lot more years than one of my publishers had wanted. And, and then it was right before this point position. But in the sovereign plan of things, in God's bigger picture, it was perfect timing. Absolutely. And we have to remember that, see how for our own lives. You know, Paula, thank you so much for that because uh, I've often said from uh, various pulpits, my own uh, pulpit, uh, is, is that uh, the personal turmoil of being crucified is something that none of us uh, in this modern era will, will ever experience. But yet that's what happened. Jesus himself went through that personal uh, turmoil, but there was uh, victory. There was resurrection uh, that uh, was on the other side of that. And you write so beautifully uh, about that. Paula, talk to us now about this. And um, we, we know, and I'm not going to uh, mention anyone in particular because I see it everywhere. But talk to us about loving our neighbor as ourselves in this particular time of crisis. Uh, It's not like me not to be out and about going somewhere, doing something. It's not like me to to do that. But I I consider myself uh, as one who is a good citizen and one who is a follower of Christ in loving my neighbor as ourselves, how important it is is for us to understand and grasp that portion of Jesus's message. Well, it's so easy that it's a a natural output of what should be an input. So God is love. And when love is in you, you cannot help but to express that. And love is not, uh, love is not discriminating. Love is not Uh, unless it's love in the flesh or love for something back or love with an agenda, love, the God kind of love is agape love. Now, we never achieve it to the place that God does, but certainly the Bible so clearly says stuff like, if we say we love God but hate our brother, then we're liars that the love of God is not truly in us. So, yeah, there are people that we prefer over others. That That's human nature. Yes, there are people we're going to get along with better than others. That's human nature. But, but the love of God compels us 
to love others, to do for others, not based on any standard or anything that we are comfortable with, but just simply because your heart is so connected and in tune with God that that's how Jesus could make statements like love your enemies. It doesn't mean that we're to like be some form of, uh, you know, martyr abused people that we get walked over like a doormat. It just means that the nature of God is in us. And that nature, the very nature of Christ is to love. So right now there's so much we can do. And one of the things, see, I'm sure you're seeing as I am seeing, well, certain outlets and media and things that we're going to always have to deal with would like to focus in other arenas. The vast majority of people through this uh, COVID-19 and this horrific pandemic that we're walking through, not only as a nation, but as a, as a world, I always believe Romans 8, 28, that what the enemies meant for bad, God will turn around for the good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Amen. Again, this did not catch God off guard. And it has leveled so many things. And what do I mean by that? Things that were so big and frightening and like our own personal issues suddenly became very small in the bigger picture. Life changed for everyone. It did not discriminate whether you were rich or poor, black or white or young or old. It did not determine you by your address. It just said it's hitting the world. And at this time, most people, if we just look at the church, the church we'd like to say is this perfect entity, but it has been just as divided, just as uh, one side on the other. But if we look at just even the church, we see people coming together that might not ever come together. People helping and sharing because they're really forced to right now. Absolutely. Sharing ideas, helping each other, uh, ministries cross, you know, pollinating and, and saying, look, we're, we're all in this together. Absolutely. I know so many people that politically have been so far apart. And for the most part, we have some that are going to stand out and say they're just, you know, I don't even, I I can't comprehend it. It just seems so inhumane to me. But for the most part. Help us with this. um, My special guest is Paula White Kane, um, and um, she is an incredible woman of God, incredible uh, tool in the hands of our creator uh, to to share with us here. And I'm so grateful that you're a friend of mine and friend of the show. Let me ask you this, Paula. Uh, explain to audience, get about five minutes. Um, the just, it rains upon the just and the unjust. I have so many uh, congregants, Christians, people that I know throughout the, the country who are just really whining right now. And they are, they're feeling justified and they're whining as to why me, that type of thing. And, and there's, there's lots of us. Speak to that, if you will. Talk to us about Jesus when he tells us that it does rain upon the just and the unjust. Well, faith is not to prevent life. Uh, that is a part of the sin-stricken condition of of humanity, that at the fall of man, uh, so came the curse of uh, poverty and sickness and disease and death. But Jesus, who came to redeem us from that, doesn't mean that uh, everything is some bed of roses in our life. Faith doesn't prevent life. It carries us through life. We are clearly told we're in this world, but we're not of this world, which means we have a covenant with God, but we're sent to the world. So God did not say, in fact, when the apostles said pray, God didn't say that he would 
deliver us from the world, but from the evil in this world. And so we, we, we have to really get heaven's perspective on this, that um, the moment we become a victim to what we think is life, we've already lost our victory because victory is, you know, Paul himself, the apostle Paul, when he, God tells him, you're going to go to Rome, you've got this assignment, the Holy Spirit does, you've got to stand before Festus, but hey, Paul, by the way, you're going to be shipwrecked, you're going to be stoned, you're going to be put in prison, uh, but you will end up in Rome and you will stand before Festus. Now, can you imagine? I mean, that's like, today I think in modern day Christianity, we'd be rebuking the devil the whole time, or when the apostle Paul, <laughs> you know, we would. We'd be like, oh, definitely, definitely so. <laughs> Right? <laughs> or, or you look at the Apostle Paul that said, I had exceeding revelations above all. And because of this great revelation that operated in my life, I um, was given this thorn in my flesh that tormented me, a spirit that tormented me by Satan that buffeted me. And he said, I prayed three times and asked God to take it away. And I could imagine his prayer, dear God, I can preach better without this God and serve you better. Why are you, you know, all the things that you'd be praying. And uh, God said, no, not, not taking this away, but I'm giving you a grace that is sufficient. So instead of asking why me or questions that don't really lead to good answers, I think we can ask God what we are supposed to do, what it is that he has for us because a sovereign God knew exactly purpose is parenthetical exactly when to send us into time. And I believe that everyone listening, you were put here for such a time as this and whether it is your prayer, whether it is a phone call, whether it is you getting on and doing your radio station while you're looking over Times square that looks so empty or wherever you are, let God use you because you have an intention and God's plan and purpose is not failing. He's not on the throne, wringing his hand, taking Prozac, stressed out, worried, thinking when the world's going to happen. God is sovereign. And so we have to yield and rest in that. I leave you with Philippians 4, 6, and 7. And it says, very says, be anxious for nothing or be careful for nothing, which means don't have anxieties. But by prayer and supplication, which is the vehicle through prayer, with thanksgiving, which means grateful language, let your request, your anxieties be made known unto God, and then the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, will keep, which means to guard your heart, the way you feel about things, and the way you think about things, and your mind. And so just roll those cares, roll those anxieties over to God, and recognize God has a plan for you, and circumstances, situations never change that plan. In fact, they often drive you deeper into an understanding of what it is. Wow. Wow, that was anointed. Thank you so much, Pastor Paula White-Kane, New Destiny Christian Center, Apodka, Florida, for being on with me today.